You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. And good morning, America, and ships at sea, and anybody else that's out driving around on the ocean, <laughs> or under the ocean. Or, hey, uh, we got a little, uh, little touch of Walter Winchell this morning. Oh, yeah, all the ships at sea. Yeah. Uh, we, I know we got somebody out there listening to us. Uh, you know, the NSA, they're listening to us. and um, Well, and, and speaking of that, the Brill Cream Kids MIA. He is missing uh, in action. He's off on the vintage tour for pre-1932 vehicles in Frederick County, Maryland. You know, other than the scenery, and we sort of talked about this off mic, I think, a little bit, but other than the change of scenes, uh, what else do you do on those Well, they they do some great visits to places. They go to museums. Uh, well, hey, that's what we we got a segue here. A segue. Our listeners, I'll tell you exactly what. Uh, Does that mean that somebody on one of those two wheel jobbers going to come right in here? Well, I hope so. But anyway, uh, West Peterson has obviously put out another fabulous issue of the Antique Automobile for the Antique Automobile Club of America, and if you'll recall. Our boy went on the Founders Tour. Did he get is is his picture in there? No, I wish it uh, had been. So anyway, they had a national tour in the North Alabama region based out of Madison, Alabama. And they went to the Davidson Center for Space Exploration up there. And remember, they've got an SR-71. Yeah, the Blackhawk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Or not Blackhawk, uh... No, Blackhawk's a helicopter. It's just Blackbird, Blackbird, I think. I think. Yeah, I I saw one down in Florida. Yeah, and they had their opening and closing banquets right at the Davidson Center. They uh, also went and uh, saw a collection of rare cars and automobilia that uh, Ron Barnett and his wife put together. And then they uh, did a tour of the natural rock bridge cathedral caverns steamboat willie memorial bridge over the tennessee river you know the tennessee valley authorities based up there they did a grotto in uh, Cullman, alabama and uh, man there were some gorgeous cars on that tour and they stopped at the beechcraft heritage museum in tullahoma tennessee so they had quite a tour. So that's the kind of things that they do. And uh, they went through the Tennessee Valley uh, Authority machine shop. So I, I think they're incredible. Uh, there's probably only one tour I wouldn't go to, and that's just because of Sudaren Far, and that's the one. Um, well, I stand corrected. I would go. Uh, Southeastern Divisional Tour, and it's in Flat Rock in North Carolina. I was reading a different thing, and that'll be the 18th to the 21st of August, Great Smoky Mountain region, and then they'll have the uh, AA, AAA, actually, Revival Glidden Tour in Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Chattanooga hello, Tennessee. Hello, come in. In August. Is so, that Bobby Rush over there trying to speak? Yeah, it must be. I feel like it. Hey, uh 
where we left off the last time you had the whole crew here and, and we were rocking and rolling, we started talking about the 51 reasons why we love cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, our boy always had a few colorful comments. But the uh, writers and editors of Road and Track had put this together, and I'm going to try and pick up where we left off on the 51 reasons why we love cars. And uh, I'm going to start back at number 10 again, which is roadsters, because we all love high boys and roadsters and open cars, whether we're hot rodders or we're classic car collectors or sports car people. you got to put the top down and go. Along with this, i got to ask. Okay. And I, th- I think, honestly, you can appreciate this question. There, there are places that I like to go. Yep. Uh, or there are places that I remember as a kid going into. And, the, you know, it's sort of like once you smell marijuana, you never forget what it smells like. And I, but like we used to have a standalone. It wasn't a drugstore. It was a pharmacy. Yes. And uh, you know you walk in and there was a certain smell. I'll never forget it. Yeah. If it I, I could, you could take me in today. Okay. So my point being is, what is, is it? Oil or gasoline or what is the smell? I used to, and you don't have it in these damn big fancy. Uh, dealership shops anymore, but it was in the little shops that I used to take my car to. You'd walk in, and there was just this manly, oh, I love it smell, you know. Yeah, you know I, what I that's called? Let me on the Jeeper Creeper, you know. Yeah, that's called smog. <laughs> that's when tailpipes were dirty. But I, it wasn't. It, it was, it was it, hydrocarbons. It was gas. It was oil. I mean, all of that. But you but, know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. It's like I remember walking into a dentist's office and I'd immediately yeah. go catatonic because yeah. <laughs> you knew he was getting the drill out. But I, I understand what you're saying. And car dealerships used to smell that way, but we let exhaust idle. Yeah. And you can't do that anymore. And, and so good. I know. I know. But you die from that stuff. You're going to die from something anyway, boy. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm talking about. The, the shops. Oh, well. exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Just, yeah. Hand me that Jeeper Creeper. Yeah. Well, and but the other thing is when we go to the sports car races, they used to run castor oil in a lot of the engines, and you could smell that castor oil. You knew who was running castor oil instead of a petroleum-based oil to lube their engines. And most of those would blow up down the road. Anyway. <laughs> But it is sort of. That is, I thought that was a neat. Yeah. Oh, I, I do too. And uh, number 11 as to why we love cars is heel and toe shifting, which uh, yeah. you probably did in your Healy, but you can't. I did it in all of my cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That brings up another point. Do you, you know, in a standard shift car, um, how many times have you been on an incline? And you've got your foot on your left foot on the clutch, and your right foot on the brake and gas pedal at the same time. Every time, <laughs> so to answer your question, every time my car didn't have a hill hold. Yeah, yeah. Here's another one: 
A-pillar vent windows. You remember when you oh, yeah. smoked and you had an A-pillar vent window yeah, yeah. and you kind of cracked it a little bit to draw the smoke out of the car? Uh, we also, uh, that was also called a, uh, a uh, two, 260, 265 air conditioning air. system. You know? <laughs> Those two yes. little vents wide oh, open yes. and that yep, you're going yep. down the road. At 60, 65 miles an hour. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love it. And then number 13 is the red line. Oh, yeah, on your tack? Oh, on your, yeah. Sure, yeah, and sure. I'll never forget the early MGTDs had a tack that jumped. It was a chronometric yeah. tack, and instead of just a fluid motion, they would jump. And I'll never forget a friend of my parents' wife. They had a Shorik or Marshall Nordic supercharger on their TD, and they were in an autocross once, and the tack didn't jump fast enough, and kaboom. <laughs> I started to say, have you ever been watching your tack and uh... – you go a little past the red line, and then all of a sudden you see the tack just fall out of the sky. <laughs> no, I haven't had that experience And there's yet. two words that come to mind. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> That's close. <laughs> and the other one is, and we didn't have cell phones back then, so no. you, you knew you were going to be knocking on somebody's door to call somebody to come. <laughs> Pick up the bottom of the crankcase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, number 14 is junkyards, and I think we talked about junkyards, but it's just, man, the, those were the greatest back then. Oh, yeah. They don't even have them today, do they? Yeah, there's a few, but you can't get near them. They have, they're called pick-apart. You go in and you pick your own part off of it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, is there one around here? I don't know. I, I really I haven't had a need for a junkyard in years. I, I, you know, I had a friend and that uh, his father owned a very large junkyard in, yeah. in Lubbock. Yeah. Made lots of dinero. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know, that was the time too. Like everything, everything today in a body shop is, you don't fix it, you replace it. You know, you just put a new one on, sure. a new fender, new yep. whatever. Yep. You know. But back in the good old days. You'd go out to the junkyard and maybe get a fender, maybe, maybe yep. a door, yep, maybe, yep, never the same color. Oh no, no, but you'll <laughs> see you'll see some of the brothers riding around in Hondas around here. Yeah, right? two, three, multicolored. In fact, I saw one with a pickup body that was one color and the bed was another color the other day. So, but I mean, I, I, <clears throat> uh, you'd go out there, you'd, you'd. Uh, Back when generator, you remember what a generator was. Certainly. You'd get you a generator, rebuilt carburetors from the from the junkyard. Yep. yep. I love going to the junkyards. You can just let me off at one and I'll. Yeah. Did you ever take a stick with you to bang on the car to get all the rattlesnakes out? <laughs> hmm? They would, what, stack them like three deep or what, three What, the rattlesnakes high? or the car? The cars. Three oh, high, I think. Th well, some of them were higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I never did bang on a car with a stick. Okay. Number 15, I'm confused on center exhaust because about the only car I know that's had center exhaust is Porsches. Center exhaust? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a new one. Number 16 is rivalries. That ought to be a good one because all the NASCAR boys amongst themselves <laughs> have rivalries. So that we shall see. 
What, what what are they talking about with rivalries? Well, drivers a ra- uh, drivers competing and banging into each yeah. other and you know stuff like that. And years ago in the sprint cars, the guys used to do it, and uh, they still do it today in sports cars. I wanna, have you ever? There's a dirt track up near uh, Blue Ridge. Um, up off of ninety two, that one. Uh, not a, mm. sort of going towards Coppertown, I think. From Blue Ridge over to Coppertown, yeah, Tennessee. I don't know that one. I, th- I think. Or no, it may be coming back down. There's one up off of 92. 575 or. Yeah, so. yeah, that's there, yeah, off of 92. Oh, okay. Yeah, Maybe right that's there. What I'm yeah, I can't think of the name of the speedway. We, we went to it one night uh, because the guy that we thought was going to build our house uh, had a car in it. And I must say, particularly my older son and I both were contacts, and it was. A miserable crying night yes. for the length of time that we stayed there. Yes, but I found it, and there are most not many car things that I can't go and enjoy at least once, you know. Uh, but I found that very boring. In that, you know, they'd go around the track once, and somebody hit somebody, they'd close it down. So you take out another ten minutes to do this or do that. Go around the track one more time. It doesn't ever seem like they, you know, got around it more than once or twice at a at a clip. Well, I don't have an answer for you up there, but if you went to Eldora in Ohio, in fact, Tony Stewart owns that track, or if you went to Knoxville, the dirt track there, mm-hmm. Knoxville, Iowa, you you wouldn't be bored. Oh, okay. Yeah, you especially when the World Outlaws were there. Those big, huge, goofy wings that they've got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. All right, number 17 is racing drivers. And it talks about Ayrton Senna and Tony Stewart, known as Smoke and Andretti and Sterling Moss. I I mean, we can go through the whole list. Your friend Danica Patrick, (laughs) all of them. Heart be still. Yeah. Number 18 is carbon fiber, which we all know is the space-age material that they are now using in Formula One cars and a lot of cars in the tubs to make them safer and stronger and stiffer. Number 19. I can use some of that. Yeah. <laughs> Number 19 is electronic stability control. Boy, I'll tell you, this morning the tongue and the brain yeah, just, aren't working together. <laughs> you washed your tongue out last night and just can't do a thing with yeah. it. Yeah. Huh? Whoops, it's time to take a break here, Uh-oh, folks. Oh, here we go. We'll be back right after a word from our illustrious sponsors. Did the light turn green and you're still sitting there? It might be time to take your car to Mr. Transmission and let the experts with over 45 years of experience check your transmission. Mr. Transmission of Sandy Springs is conveniently located between Steak and Shake and Sandy Springs Car Wash at 6569 Roswell Road. Look for the yellow and black Mr. Transmission sign or call 404-843-3379. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Okay, that's enough of that. We're back on oh, America's Web Radio, the classic car show. We have the well-known uh, announcer, Mr. Jim Weber, in studio, live and direct. 
We're talking about wells? That's a deep subject. Well, okay. Go so, Alexa. You, you missed something in there. I haven't heard you say one of the top reasons we like cars. I didn't hear Bondo go by. Uh, I, we haven't been there yet. We got 51 of these. We're only at 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're talking about electronic stability control, which I am very much in favor of because of a lot of the incompetent drivers that uh, we have operating motor vehicles today. And uh, according to this article, it's reduced crashes in this country by 35%. So it had, the brief explanation is it automatically modulates the brakes and throttle to help you stay in control. So that, I think, is very good. It is very good. Yes, yes. We know we can easily get out of control here. And then number 20 is junkers, and we've all had a junker, and that's one that's (laughs) every time you went by the junkyard, it tried to turn in there, (laughs) and I used to drive them in the winter, but uh, they are absolutely wonderful. Those are those cars that used to be 200 bucks, but are now $2,000, and they still run, (laughs) so... Um, the other thing that we love cars or why is flaws. We love to talk about the flaws in the cars we drive. And, uh, it's, flaws or floozies? Well, the yeah, floozies too. But uh, anyway, every car seems to have a few flaws once in a while, although they are getting better. Here's number 22, which you and I have often talked about, David, and that's working on cars. But they've become so complex now that it's very difficult for us to work on them. Wouldn't know where to begin. Yeah. Um, yeah. But remember when we were kids and the neighbor would, or you go over to your girlfriend's house and, and her dad was changing the spark plugs and you offer to help and stand around and. Oh, yeah. You'd cross thread a, a spark plug. <laughs> um, you know, and, I, and like we've talked to thousand ever since the show started uh it's really it's really a shame that kids there's so much to be learned yes um you know you know you 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 know not to touch a spark plug wire when it's running (laughs) to brighten your day won't Uh, it oh man but i mean you know they're just there's so much to be learned And, and you don't have to become a mechanic just, just. Well, it's just fun. I mean, it changed in the air. You can still change an air filter. Yeah. You can still put washer fluid in. You can still change a headlight bulb and a taillight bulb. Well, not with the latest stuff. The the light, the, the yeah. But with the earlier, well, yeah, yeah, up, up through the last couple of years, except when you get these, what my friend calls these HIV lights. <laughs> <laughs> Those goofy things. Anyway... Uh, it, it, it was fun. It still is. Um, you know, I, I, I'll make you a bet. Okay. And it would be, I'd love to do this. I don't know how we'd ever do it, but you bring four kids in, say, if you're screwing something in, which way does it go? And if you're unscrewing something, which way does it go? Yeah. And I bet you three out of four or four out of four couldn't answer that. Well, that's t- if it had a right-hand thread. But if you have a left-hand thread. Well, it, I mean, <laughs> 99% of the time. I know. But I got into this discussion yesterday with a friend of mine 
because European cars used to have right-hand threads on one side and left-hand threads on the other side. Yeah, but they the, never won the a war nuts, either. On the, lug, on the lug nuts. Yeah, well, they never won a war. <laughs> That was. I didn't know whether they were going right or wrong. All right. Let's go to number 23. Physical beauty because it takes many forms. So they're talking about beautiful cars. So they talk about the Bugatti Type 57 Atlantic Coupe. That's the one with the riveted center spine on the body. Then they talk about the Citroën DS, the goofy-looking sedans that you could raise and lower. And then they talk about the F-150 Raptor, the Ford pickup truck. Yeah. And then don't forget the Cadillacs, the Fleetwood 75s with the huge tail fins and stuff from the 50s. <laughs> and then they talk about the Ferrari La Ferrari, the new one that neither you nor I would ever want or afford. And then they talk about the Caterham 7, which is the old Lotus 7, and the Audi Quattro and the Fiat Cinquecento. And then they talk about engines, and they seem to think that the Ferrari V12 is absolutely the most wonderful engine in the world. Let's go back to your your good-looking cars. Yeah. Yes, let's go back there. Okay, I have two cars in mind that, yeah, maybe, no, I, I take that back, maybe three that I just thought were ugly. One of them was I saw brand new and was just ugly, period. Not, no saving grace. You talk about the American Motors Pacer? Uh, no, I'm talking about, well, that one, that far, I did have that in my list, but yeah. the one that I always come back to, the Edsel. I just thought that was an ugly car. From the time the, the paper came off the window in the dealership and I took one look at it, I, that sucker oh, with the is the horse collar grill. Yeah. And then the other one that that had been around for a while that I always thought was ugly was the Studebaker that you couldn't tell whether it was coming or going. Oh, Steve had one of those. Yeah, yeah with I, a bullet nose. Yeah, I just thought that was. Well, and and you're right. The the old American Motors car. You wonder why they're sort of like Congress. You wonder why they never could make it. Yeah. Their designs were just well <laughs> pitiful. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. And we will leave it at that. How's that? No, I'm always right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you like the Edsel? Hello? Well, which beauty did I mention that you liked? None of them. Oh, okay. None of them. That's why I say I brought that up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it, people used to think the Volkswagen Beetle was ugly. I just thought it was funny looking. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cutesy. Yeah, yeah. And, I never thought uh, it was ugly. I just and, sort of, and minis were this were just kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, Stupid but cute. Well, they were. Hey, they were neat little cars. The ones today, I'd just like to see smushed. Okay. They get, they get in my way. Well, folks, the opinions of this program come from the manager and owner of the station. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't be driving one if you see me. Oh, there. man. No, uh, you know, we go back. You got Ford guys. You got Chevy guys. For sure. You got Chrysler product guys. You got Porsche people. I was always a Chevy GMC person, yeah. period. I yes. wouldn't have anything else. And then I got a Ford pickup. 
and I, that I liked. I burned out the engine and the transmission, but other than that, I I liked it. Um, and now I'm I'm if if I were to buy an American-made car, it would be a Ford. Uh, well, that's probably the only ones made in America. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> and, All right. Well, anyway, that's what they say is the reason why we like cars or love cars is the ferrari v12 engine and number 25 is the reason why we love cars are the old car ads and i agree with that they were fabulous see the usa in your chevrolet and don't forget hot dogs apple pie and chevrolet that's right and then like america's car yeah and like a rock and then they talk about hot hatches meaning hot Hatches like in hatchbacks. And they talk about their ordinary, inexpensive runabouts with good shocks, good sway bars, two racing-style bucket seats, a chunky steering wheel, larger sporty wheels, and a body kit. And, hey, if if that trips your trigger, number 27 (laughs) is garages. We just – didn't we just talk about garages and remember the smell? I, I remember a carburetor and electric shop when I was growing up, and I can't. The man's name was Bruce, and I can't think of his last name. And that's where everybody went in town to get get it fixed and put together. And if you had any kind of a carburetor problem at all, and that's back when. You had the real carburetor cleaner that you didn't want to put your hand in because the ends of your fingers would be gone when it came out. And you didn't want to leave your aluminum cylinder heads in it overnight or they wouldn't be there in the morning. Okay, number 28 is wheels. You know, speaking of smells and, and there was a different – now, we, my mechanics, they always sent them out, so I found that it was just easier to take them. But if you had to have, heaven forbid, your uh, starter rewound – yeah. Are your generator rewound? Yeah. They t- there was a place and and sure. uh, that you'd take them. Now that place had a different smell from the. Oh yeah, well an electrical smell, yeah. an ozone type smell, like when you get on an elevator sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, one of them is hydrocarbons, and the other one is uh, electrical. So wheels, we all put wheels on our cars. We still do it. You still see now, the, of course, the latest trends in the big ones with the real thin tires. They ride like a buckboard. Number 29 is Craigslist because you never know how easy it was to find a 78 Datsun pickup or how badly you needed one before they perfected the classified ad. Oh, man. Number 30, why we love cars, privacy. You can get in the car. And it's just you're all by yourself, and you got – I mean, where else can you go? Number 31, the reason why we love cars is getting your driver's license. Do you oh, do you yeah. remember that? Oh, do I ever. Yeah. I, I went and took the, my test in my mother's Lincoln Continental. Wow. And how do you think I did parallel parking? <laughs> you didn't have a tugboat to help you in? <laughs> oh gee not well but they didn't you know it didn't count off he I, I got my license and yep i was one happy camper 
I uh, you come into you know you can tell that you got a set after you get that license you know yeah oh yeah do you remember your first ticket which one <laughs> <laughs> you had multiple of those the first time <laughs> well that's been a long time ago uh yeah I I that's you, you never forget that and I I remember that. Uh, your parents had to go with you, so my mother went. We went in her '54 Chevy Bel Air four-door sedan. Uh, that was a real rock and roll car. <laughs> so I get on, take the driver's test. She's in the car with me, my little sister. And then after we leave there and go uptown or downtown, I drop them off. And that's the first time I'd been in the car alone and I drove away. <laughs> I think that really rocked her that I was gone. <laughs> oh, number 32, why we love cars. Well, this is going to start a little controversy, and I think we ought to probably take a break before I make this controversy into a real controversial nightmare. nightmare. Okay, right. we'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. Did the light turn green and you're still sitting there? It might be time to take your car to Mr. Transmission and let the experts with over 45 years of experience check your transmission. Mr. Transmission of Sandy Springs is conveniently located between Steak and Shake and Sandy Springs Car Wash at 6569 Roswell Road. Look for the yellow and black Mr. Transmission sign or call 404-843-3379. This is Michael Gano with the Middle East Research Center Limited, bringing you insight to Israel, the truth about the greatness of the Jewish state and its struggle for sovereignty and security every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. You're listening to America's Webradio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back bringing you the classic car show today. Mr. Weber's over there with uh, his list of why we love cars and people that drive them. Put together by the editors and writers of Road and Track Magazine. And number 32, the reason why we love cars is the Prius. And I am going to quote from Road and Track. So, folks, hold your calls. (laughs) And I quote, The twerps who buy this ubiquitous hybrid as a statement are missing the point. (laughs) Toyota's Moonshot is a technologically brilliant machine that does exactly what it's designed to. Nothing? No. Generate sales and save fuel. Great for us as long as the silly things stay out of the way. And I leave it at that. Number 33 as to why we love cars is the World Rally Championship. And if anybody's ever watched these on television, they're incredible. And when we used to have the Pro Rally Championship in the United States, for which I had the privilege of participating in as part of my job with a certain automobile manufacturer, I have to tell you, 
that was an incredibly phenomenal experience, and we will leave it at that. You know, let's let's talk a little bit of television. And television has obviously made a lot of sports. And uh, there are people. Um, I know you and I can't imagine this, but there are people that can't watch uh, a baseball game because it's just so boring. Doesn't move fast enough. Personally, uh, I, I find baseball games quite entertaining. Uh, I can watch the first inning and maybe two or three innings and take a good nap between the next two innings, and I find them quite enjoyable. <laughs> Not all of them. Sometimes I find them just interesting to watch, period. Right. There was a time, and, and initially the, the, the uh, networks didn't do very much with drag racing initially, and then they started doing some. I, I cannot stand a NASCAR or going around in circle race. I just, that, I just, I wouldn't, you couldn't pay me to watch that. Well, as my wonderful, beautiful daughter-in-law says, it's the same track all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that pretty well wraps it up. <laughs> you know, I got a friend that, that that's his, uh, his orgasm is watching, uh, um, I think he does that through closed eyes sometimes as well. But, they're, they're, you know, I just can't – now, Drag Race, when I knew some, or knew the names of some of the people that were running, I enjoyed because I could sort of relate back to my my teens and all that. Yeah. But even today, you know, you, heck, I can sneeze longer than most of the – to go go down the quarter mile, you know? Well, they've shortened the quarter mile now because they got going so fast, too. It's not a full quarter mile. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they've been they've been running out of runoff area at the end. Some of these guys are turning 330 miles an hour and a quarter, and you, you just can't. You need two miles to stop one of those. Yeah. Drag Three drag chutes and everything but uh it's just any kind of racing i i remember as a kid racing go-karts and we oh, go yeah. off into the middle of nowhere to some track out in the country and good heavens oh yeah well that was that doing it's another thing yeah no i, I love doing yeah. it but watching it uh i, I still I, i'm like you with a baseball game though uh, i watch the first 10 laps <laughs> and then maybe the last 20, unless it's somebody I know or, or I was involved with at one time or another, and I like to watch. But the 24 hours of Le Mans, uh, I love that. But I it, but I do it in, in morsels. You know, it's just you can't eat the whole elephant at once, so you take a bite here and there. Okay, the n- number 35 reason why we love cars is you're not on a bus. number 36 and since this is a family program i'm only going to mention the word once and then i'm going to go on to number 37 the reason why we love cars number 36 is sex number 37 the reason why we love cars is the general motors suspension float and i can relate to the suspension float why did why did you skip over that one because the suspension floats more fun to talk about no, it's not. Yes, it is, because those <laughs> old GM cars used to do it. Now, well, number 38 is one that is true and dear to your heart and my heart, and that's pickup trucks. Absolutely. Yeah, a friend of mine just, he's always wanted a pickup truck, never had one because he's had a family and everything. 
Well, you remember when that tornado came through? Mm-hmm. Well, the mm-hmm. pickup truck fell, or the pickup truck. The, fell tr- out of the his sky. His neighbor's tree fell out of the sky onto his Honda. And he went out and got a used pickup truck to replace it. And you talk about a guy being in high cotton. He is so happy. All right, number 39, why we love cars, shotgun. And I don't mean the 870 pump. I mean, that's the passenger's front seat. Certainly. Yeah, we all yelled shotgun because nobody wanted to sit in the back seat. That's right. Number 40. Or worse than that. The trunk? Was the hump. Oh, the hump. (laughs) Sitting in the middle. Yeah. All right, number 40 is data systems. Now, we're going to have probably explain this to the guys with the Model A's and the, the guys that used to go to the carburetor and electric shop. Here it is. The reason why we love data systems, because you want to go faster, you need data. It's how shockingly cheap to get. Think about it. We gathered data with a little deal that had two buttons on it. They called the stopwatch. (laughs) That was our data collector. (laughs) All right, number 41, you and I have already discussed, and that was dirt track nights because that's how you ground down your eyeballs. (laughs) But I have to tell you, I'm going to say it again, Eldora, Knoxville, and there's a bunch of other dirt. We, well, we got this one up here on 92, and I can't. And I am embarrassed to say it, but I've never been there. I I, I don't do dirt tracks anymore. Uh, I'd like to, but I like asphalt tracks. At our too. age, the only dirty tracks we have. Uh, <laughs> all right, okay. Number 42. Reason why we love cars is characters. The movies. Remember Bullet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Steve McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. So and he was a, driving a Ford Mustang, a 68. And 25 of the original three from the movie show up at car shows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, number 43, the reason why we love cars. And if my esteemed colleague, Mr. Ronaldo, was here, he could rattle us off right now. one eight four three six five seven two. The firing order of a small block Chevy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, if you know this sequence is the firing order of a small block Chevy V8, then you're a two, data geek. 265. And 283. And 303. 328. Well, no, that was a big block. Yeah. Uh, you so, could, uh, 348 was the block for the 409, too. Yeah. Just board and stroke. Yeah, and a 427. Yeah. Uh, but now they run 400 small blocks. Hmm. Yep. So, number 44, our compound tires. What's cool about a street legal tire that acts like a dedicated racing slick, but it's more durable and affordable? <laughs> Pretty much everything. Almost two decades ago, the Dot R tire changed club racing, autocrossing, and track days for the better with no real downside. Real grip, off the shelf for almost any car without breaking the bank. Hallelujah. Number 45. The real, real, real reason why, good Lord, David, the tongue and the brain aren't working together. Well, it's all those dry 
thing. Oh, I'm not wrong. No, I don't know. No, <laughs> I think I caught something from that other guy up in Illinois we were talking about. Oh. All right. Not every community's online. Although that's a great place to start, there's nothing like meeting others with the same interests. Sure, you can do this hobby with just yourself and a magazine, but there's a word for that. It's better if you go out, rub elbows, and make friends with people you otherwise might never have talked to. That's a beautiful thing. It's called cruise nights. It's called Romeos, retired old men eating out. It's called Cars and Caffeine. We're going to have a little get-together this morning after the show at the Panera Bread up on the avenues. And it's a bunch of old guys, and we stand around and talk cars. Number, do, you, do you remember? <laughs> yeah, well, no, some of the cars are there. I mean, there's yeah. 40 Fords there. Bugsy always shows up with a lead sled. Uh, Dr. Frank's got an old Porsche there, and uh, my friend Pete shows up with a Morgan trike or a plus eight. And anyway, reason number 46 why we love cars, new cheap cars. Buying a cheap car used to mean getting a steering wheel, four tires, and a shoddy steel box for your broken <laughs> dreams. Today, the Econo boxes we knew it no longer exists. Practically every entry-level car now is capable, reliable, and most shockingly packed with cool stuff. Whether you're at the top of the market or the bottom, there's never been a better time to love cars. That, that's got to be the bro cream kid. Folks, the phone just rang, so we suspect that our boy Steve's calling in to check up on us. Is that who it is? Which which one is me? Are you there? Hello. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Cut my cut my volume back. I just lost my ears. All right, hang on a minute. I gotta find. Out. Okay, I, I got to get a different headset. Uh, they're killing me. We're talking about you. I just want you to know that. Oh, you were, huh? Yeah, let me get a different headset. This is killing me. Okay, you back with me? Yep. All right, you're yep. better. Uh, yeah, we're, well, we're doing the 51 reasons why we love cars. And, uh, yeah, and we're on number 46, which is new cheap cars, and I was going to start talking about the Studebaker Scotsman because that was the ultimate in cheap cars with the painted hubcaps. Yeah, there, there were several of those way back. Yeah, but. yeah, and then, of course, the Henry J., when you bought it from Sears, it was an Allstate. So, but today, yeah, yeah. yeah, today everything's got power windows, power door locks, and uh, air conditioning. Yeah, it's cheaper, and it, and it gets uh, automatic transmissions. That, that's the yeah. amazing thing. Yeah. So, well, anyway, we're, we're on a, on my favorite road, I eighty one. Come heading south. Oh, you headed home? Okay. All right. Yeah, from the vintage tour. Yep. We we talked about it this morning, and then I read the little article that was written in the new antique automobile about your founders tour up in Huntsville because. David asked me what you did on a tour. Um, oh. Speaking of things, are you parked? Is there a lot of road construction on 81 right now? No, not yet. No, no. We haven't seen any yet. But Okay. We'll get- I'm sure we will. Yeah. Always true. This, is a, this one in I-77 are some of the worst roads in the United States for construction. Yeah, well, don't forget 95 just between Richmond and Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we had a nice tour. There's about 40 cars. 
Wow. Uh, this one is always a, a small one because this is sort of the cars that don't fit anywhere. A lot of 20s and stuff. Yeah. And the coolest thing was there was one older couple that drove a 1910 Huffmobile, little, little, sort of like my Model T looking car. Okay. Every day, and it was every, every they didn't make, miss a trip, including to downtown Washington. Wow. Holy yeah. smoke. That's good. Yeah, to hear. That that's neat. And yeah, every, yeah, that, that's something. Everything, everybody else ran well? Oh, uh, there was a few problems. We had, uh, uh, you know, we had the A, and the A did really well. We had some friends that had some problems with their car, so we had a couple riders some days. And beautiful. And uh, the A, the A did, the A did pretty well, actually. Good. Uh, Good. Didn't, didn't lose, didn't use any water, didn't seem to overeat. But I don't have a, a temperature gauge. I took the thermal pail out, so I don't look at it. So I really don't damn know. <laughs> You don't know, you don't worry about it. <laughs> and if steam doesn't come out the tailpipe or water out the radiator, yeah. you're fine. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we uh, it was a, it was a pretty good tour. We went to some a lot of driving, a lot of driving. Yeah. And uh, uh, but and then we were going to go to one of the stops was going to be at Harper's Ferry. Yes. But but. Because of, what do they call it? Uh, where they cut back the money, whatever it, whatever it is. They, there's no more shuttle from the parking lot, so there is absolutely zero place to park in Harper's Ferry. So what you're telling me is because of the sequester, they... they yeah. Yeah. But, how, but yeah. wait a minute. Okay, so they cut that shuttle, but how could they do the $100 million trip vacation trip to Africa? Well, that's okay. Oh, okay. All right. That's nice, yeah. It, well, it took them a while to roll over. Ah, I got you. All right. <laughs> but, uh, so, anyway, it was a nice tour, and the next weekend is Grand Forks, North Dakota. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's a car show, right? Yeah, the National Meeting Board meeting is up there. Yeah. Well, uh, did you get a one-way ticket or a round trip? I think round trip. (laughs) But I have to to fly on Sunday morning to, uh, from Grand Forks to Minneapolis, it leaves Grand Forks at 5, 10 in the morning to catch a plane back. And then there's not another one until like 8.30 at night. Well, welcome, welcome. Let's hope it's not canceled. No, I hope not, too. So. <laughs> if the 5.10 flight's canceled, you won't be happy. Nothing you can do. Nope, nope, I know. So, we just anyway, so it'll be All another right. week or so, and uh, everything going okay? Yeah, yeah, life's good. David and I are here today. We're both vertical. What more can a guy ask for? And I'm going over to Panera and, and see everybody. We, oh, that's today. Yeah, we missed you Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Yeah. So are you going to be here this coming Tuesday night? Yeah, yeah. Good. We're we're planning on it, and uh, uh, I have a a problem with the Dodge. The check engine light's on, and I'm not sure what it is. Well, raise the hood and see if the engine's there. No, all the the important stuff is fine. Okay, well, then just keep going. I'm going to. I don't care. (laughs) All right. I think probably when I turn the key up, 
Isn't it, if I, isn't it on most of the stuff that you cycle the key three times, turn it off, cycle it three times, and then when you start it up, chances are it's going to go away anyway. Yeah, except if it's a safety item. I think. Yeah, it, no, it's not. They, this is cars too old to know about safety stuff. <laughs> it is. It's an 03. They didn't have it then. They didn't yeah, have all of that in a relationship. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, guys, have right. fun. Travel safe. We'll see you. Okay, okay. Thanks for bye. Bye. Okay, well, we sort of blew through our uh, break. We missed but our break. Yeah. yeah, let's just keep going and we'll All break, right. break next week. Okay, well, the number 47 sequential gearboxes, and that's on the race cars, and yeah. that's why we love them. Number 48 is the Goodyear Eagle VR Gatorback tire. Well, <laughs> I don't think half our li- Well, yeah, most of our listeners are probably old enough to remember that. That was back in the late 70s. Number 49 is the right shifter. Hmm. Don't ask us why flicking a shift lever through the gears feels so good. It just does. You remember Hurst and the Hurst shifter? Hurst, oh, certainly. Hurst, four in the floor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. had one. Yeah. I mean, you, you, that's what you did. Is If you had a column shift, if you had three on the tree, man, that went to three on the floor with a shifter. Or, or they came four on the floor with the heavy-duty ones because, man, some guys would go for third gear and put the shifter right into the dashboard. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> you know, the worst feeling with four on the floor is when it starts floating on you. And you go from first to second, and it just sort of, <laughs> there ain't nothing there. <laughs> Been there, done that, too. Uh, then you've either lost your transmission or your rear end. Probably yeah. your transmission. Yeah, or your drive shaft Or your drive shaft, yes. <laughs> or, well, worse than that, it's going along with you sparking underneath your car. Uh, you remember Linda Vaughn, Miss Hearst Golden Shifter? No, I don't. Okay, and then there was the Hearst Oldsmobiles that they did, special editions. George Hearst did those. But the beautiful thing about Hearst is the jaws of life. And yeah. that's the cutter that yeah. all of these ambulances and rescue services and fire departments have. If somebody gets in an accident and they can't get out of the car, the jaws of life just cuts that thing op- open. Yep. Yeah, so there's a lot to be said for Hearst. Not only the shifters was the fact of the fact they developed the jaws of life. Number 50, newly paved two-lane roads. <laughs> Blacktop yeah. Roads, Blue Line Highways is a book that William Least Heat Moon wrote about. Hmm. On the old maps, Blue Line mm-hmm. Highways, you knew were Tulane Blacktop. And you could go and it's a lot of fun to, to do that now instead of these damn interstates. But it takes you a lot longer. Oh yeah. And yes. and the safety isn't really there. No. No. You know. But if you're if you're an astute driver and and nobody's driving drunk at you and the, you got a better shot. Now, those drivers are more vetted than your president. Well, have you noticed in Atlanta the number of people going the wrong way on the interstates, too, at night? It's really I ain't out at night. Did you get to 51? 51, I'm going to talk about right oh. now. That's called driving. Ah. And I'm going to get on the soapbox for a minute because I was driving back from the baseball game last night. And the light turned green, just like on green. Lowell's little ad. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting excited. And, and the car in front of us didn't move. Oh. 
And we sat there, and we sat there, and there was a little glow in the front of the car. A telephone glow? Yes. Someone was texting. And man, the horn started. So I got to tell you, this texting while driving, and at night you can catch them much easier. During the daytime, you see their head down. But I, I am still seeing a lot of people texting while they're driving, whether it's during the daytime or at night. And that is not a good thing. And while we are also on the soapbox, let's talk about our favorite subject, ethanol again. Ethanol. Yeah. um, A gentleman named Henry Olson has written an article called Pain in the Gas, which I thought (laughs) you'd appreciate the play on words. I, I love that. And he talks about tuning any old engine for today's fuels. Well, by any old engine, you might as well, let's just start talking carburetors. And the issues with how to make a carbureted car run properly. And they don't perform as well, obviously. Steve and I have brought up a bunch of things like fuel filters. You need to change them more often because ethanol acts as a cleaner and any fuel debris in the fuel system. But you have to be careful. You really need to run either one of the stable or... Oh, there's a whole bunch of fuel additives. Fuel Guard by Eastwood, uh, Chevron's Tecron Concentrate, a a lot, most of the stuff you can buy in any of the the big box stores. But it's so important to do that with the old cars. Now, today, carburetor floats go bad, accelerator uh, pump diaphragms and the actual accelerator pump go bad uh they also talk about the fact that you're going to have to rejet the carburetors and mr olson's article is in a magazine that i think is on most newsstands called hot rod deluxe and it's probably one of the best articles that i have read on how to tune an old carbureted car to run on ethanol Now, one of these days, we're going to have to uh, start talking about how to tune lawnmowers and weed whackers and leaf blowers also because most of those aren't set up to run on ethanol. And it's here. We're going to have it. I guess we're going to live with it the rest of our lives. And... I don't know. You know, I'm I'm not sure we are. Okay. Uh, I hope you're correct. I I think that... uh, as time marches on, that used to be a, a thing, um, I believe people are getting tired of a lot of things. Yeah. And ethanol and, you know, <clears throat> people were people are very upset about the, uh, the farm or agricultural bill, uh, yep. which, you know, I, I tell you, what I've seen, we talk about the immigration bill, and and the only thing you hear about immigration is the illegals. Well, we go into it in depth, and that that's only 20% of the bill. And there's a big, big problem with immigration into the United States. And it's not – not everything is, is talked about as the illegals and this and that. Well, that, that's a small portion of it. 
Same way with the agricultural bill and the and the uh, subsidizing the farmers. Uh, people are all upset about that, and that shouldn't be. Well, there's two sides to that story as well. Um, the corn issue with the ethanol, that's a whole other story into itself. Uh, and it's been a very damaging thing. We don't need ethanol. We absolutely don't need it. It's it's not helping a bit. It's hurting more than it's helping. I could agree think, more. I think people will wake up to that fact. And uh, surprisingly enough, I think part of what will help them wake up is uh, when they get their insurance bill on the affordable health care, which is the costly health care. It's not affordable at all. So, you know, I think things will change back. I think we will get a president and a Congress, and I'm not saying how we get them. It may not be by election. I don't know. But I think we will get away from from this garbage that's been put on us for the last uh, really more than than five years. It's been the groundwork has been laid for many years. Oh yes, and yes. Uh, I think it will. We've got we've got some real changes coming, and uh, I'm not sure it may start today. For all I know, well, I, in downtown I, I Atlanta. Um, I, I I got one more soapbox thing. If I may just for, sure, a, for a second. Certainly. Absolutely. And this is called Take a Child. Take a child or a youngster to a cruise in, a car show, a baseball game, take them fishing, leave the Xbox at home, leave the cell phone at home, especially to a car show. Just introduce them to some of the stuff we grew up with or my children grew up with because it was neat. It's still neat. We still talk about it. We still get together in groups and look at cars and and play with cars and, and you go back to the old smells again, David, and it just uh it's wonderful. It's it's a hobby, it's a nice hobby. Uh but we need to introduce these kids to car shows. Well, I, th- I think you're talking to the grandparents, not the parents, because many of the parents have no clue. Yeah. yeah. So I think you're – one last quick thing uh, on your 51 deal. Maybe it was in the first 14 and I missed it, but the excitement of going to the new car. Uh, they didn't the have model. that in there. I, uh, yeah. That's, it, it, remember wrong. when we used to do that? We still talk oh, about yeah. that. I loved that. That was – and that's what I said about the Edsel. I went to the yeah. – to the thing oh, and yeah. said you know that car sucks <laughs> okay here so, we go <laughs> anyway with that being said we got to put the plug in, in the, the jug, jug. <laughs> and uh, we're out of here thanks for listening to america's web radio we've got food and farm then we got america's homegrown veggies a master gardener hour followed by healthcare consumerism freedom five and then a lot of best of america's web radio from this week We'll be back next week.